Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome back. Time for picks. Express bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plunk. We're going to Pimlico. Race six, he likes the nine. Six to one odds. Race seven, he likes the five. Twelve to one on top. Woo! You can bet these races, the Preakness, and many more on First Bet. The preferred horse betting app of VEASAN. Sign up today with First Bet. Use the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free, plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Here he is, folks. Yeah. Thursdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm joins the program. Host here on VSIN. The show is called Odds On. Weekdays at two Eastern, eleven o'clock uh, Pacific. And of course, the VP of Circus Sports, the Golden Gate ND in downtown Las Vegas. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Wound Socket, Rhode Island. Our oh. loyal, yeah, loyal, loyal Nesson family, Urbana, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquee. We see you, Ennisfail, Alberta. Some hockey going on up there. Roger Sportsnet. How about Roanoke, Virginia? I get a lot of heat from the Masson people. What's all the Nets in love? What about the Mid-Atlantic region? Good morning to you. Brockway, Pennsylvania, AT&T in the Pittsburgh area. And Seal Beach, sunrise over spectrum. We say good morning. All right. Okay, um, okay you brought it up. The folks that uh, give you the heat on Masson, right, they watch every day, oh. Nationals, Orioles, uh, territory. Are they really going to trade Juan Soto? How can you? 23 years Too old? Young. One of the best Too players young. in baseball? Too young. What's the rebuild plan? Eight years? That, <laughs> lengthy. We brought very, this up earlier, Very right? lengthy. He's one of the few hitters that would completely change the future market, right? I mean, if he goes to the Padres or the Blue Jays? He, 
he's probably your MVP, except he plays on a team that's so bad that that will penalize him. Yep. You know, you just get Andre Dawson every year. Yes. That, that counts against you when your team's 40 games below 500. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for sure. But he, but he changes pennant races. He changes he changes future markets and, and awards and things like this. I can't see them doing that. How about for your fan base? That would be a huge negative. How many years of suffering must they go through? The Padres are the rumored team to be right Ooh. there with the Blue Jays. Got to deal them. Come on. Bring them to the <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, you guys are major sponsors of the Padres. Major sponsors. Right. Yeah. Trade Abrams, Mackenzie Gore. Those are the two maybe linked players. And well, then, and then some. Yeah, I would to. give it up in a heartbeat. Yeah. Mackenzie Gore is pretty good. He's good. He's pretty good. Oh, it's one soda we're fun, talking about. Fun to watch here. How much is Blake Snell stealing from the Padres? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, God. Oh, I, didn't ex- I was surprised by this, though. I <laughs> well, mean, he's. Jesus. We'll ask you about the contest here coming up in a second. You've always been an underplayer, hockey, Major League Baseball. Uh, first five unders, I think one of your specialties. We talked about this yesterday with Burns going against Freed with the Brewers. I mean, the first five total was three. Can you make a – that's – come on. So, I decided to bet it by inning. I laid 150 no run in the first. Then I laid 160 no run in the second. And then I ran into – they ran into the four runs in the top of the third. But I still made a profit because I hit two and I, and I lost that one. I'm not going under three. You've got to be too precise. Mm. Too precise. You, you can't get make an a error here – you walk the leadoff batter, and you're behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. And you can never really get off it if they get a run early, right? Because there's there's no margin there. Will it turn? We went we were at 62% at one point with unders. Now it's coming down. Well, I mean, the, the, the weather getting warmer has to yes, affect it. But they say the ball is too mushy, right? It's not mm-hmm. hard, and it's not consistent. So we'll see. Maybe it's just that the pitchers are just too darn good. These guys, I mean, did you ever envision when you watch a ball game and You'd have three or four guys every game throw 95 miles an hour. We never thought of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was an oddity. Now it's everybody. Everybody coming in out of the bullpen in the fourth, fifth, sixth inning throws 95. You fully on board with the Yankees? They're, listen, their defense is very good. Their run prevention is great. Now, can Nestor Cortez survive the rap lyrics? I thought Nestor Cortez was live for the Cy Young. Yeah, yeah, come on. That's, Forty to one. Oh, no, it's it's all right. He just deleted the Twitter and well, who knows? Though. It was a long yeah. time ago, though, right? A lot of things were a long time ago. Well, Kelly in Vegas was a long time ago. Sure. Anyhow, Cortez, good. I mean, they've gotten depth, good middle relief, uh-huh. a little weak at the bottom of the lineup. But who's good in that division? The Blue Jays, a lot of questions now. Has to be. Right? And Because the pitching's been so great in the home, the Tampa, starters. Tampa Bay does it every year. They yeah. have, like, nobody, right? That, I mean, that team, will, they're, they're going to be good, yeah. They'll, they'll be around. They'll, they'll be, be in fine. the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yep. But I think that I was I was on with Will Hill, the New York City podcast, for the first time yesterday. Hard to get in there. Usually Ben Fox every week. But he asked me, who's a better bet at minus $2 to win the division? I think the Yankees are better than the Mets at $2 to win the division. Because I still fear at some yes. point Atlanta will wake up. Well, yeah, they've but got to score more runs. Look at how they yeah. blew that game yesterday. Oh, Come awful. on, yeah, I, you lose that with Freed and four to nothing. Yeah, but I don't. I, went, I have Degrom out, and now Scherzer got hurt. How long and Scherzer I, will be out? Right, can they ever get that staff? Maygill out? Are they ever going to get that staff He's healthy? Too, yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. You might have the right church wrong pew though. Maybe the Phil. Can I go with the Phillies though? I mean, they, I, they I should heard, have swept the Dodgers so, on the you're road. You're so spot on, uh, on Nola. Nola can't win. Oh, I don't. No. Uh, that's if the honestly, Phillies score four, he gives up five. Yeah, exactly. If the Phillies right. score one, he gives up two. Two. He can't win. Yep. This, you know, who has the most innings pitched in Major League Baseball since 2018? Aaron Nola. But the guy doesn't win. He's supposed to be a top pitcher. He does not you know win. What? I never would have guessed that yeah. since 2018. You he's give leader. me 20 guesses, I would have no, guessed same Nola. Here. Mm-hmm. Although uh, they they should have swept the Dodgers, right? 
Wheeler now, what, last three starts? Wheeler looks great. Awesome again? My, our, our Cy Young ticket's back alive here with Wheeler. Oh, you're on him this year? I, I bet him this year. You take the cash-out uh, option I, on Valdez? I, I, <laughs> I should have taken it after opening night when he almost was perfect against the eight. He'll be okay. I got Bieber, Valdez, and Urquidy in the uh, in the American League. And uh, Musgrove at 50-1. to one. Yeah, oh, that's because a good. That's he a good could number. be live. Yeah, he's live. Yeah, Musgrove uh, and Wheeler in the National League. Oh, and Peralta. Peralta had a great start. This he did. Week. He did. You but know, I got behind the eight ball with all these guys with like their second, third, yeah. and fourth starts were no good. You know, it's, uh, I'm on Peralta as well. I have him. What was it, sixty to one or whatever? He's, you can find him now eighty to one again. Yeah. I might re up and add a little bit more great on him. Great start, seven innings, ten strikeouts, no runs. Wheeler again. Yep. Again, he's had three good starts in a row. Okay, so let me. You came on the show with Derek on Tuesday. You mm-hmm. announced plans, the guarantees, the rules uh, for the two contests here this year for the NFL at uh, Circa. I, I'm always curious from betters the feedback that you'll get for something like that. And again, for those that don't know, what the guaranteed uh, payout this year on both Circa Millions and Survivor is six million dollars to the uh, overall prize pool. I'm sure you get an overwhelming amount of positive mm-hmm. responses, right? What's the negative look like? Well, let's talk about the positive first. Sure. Everybody's happy about upping the guarantee in the millions, staying with the $6 million in Survivor, and still having the bonus. Uh, really, most positive response, how deep we're going into, go to 100 deep, yes. and they go to five spots in the quarters. People, You're too late, but the, the, <laughs> I know. One negative. What do you think the negative was? Not uh, $1,000 is too low? No. The th- the The... the Thursday, if you lose the Thursday Survivor, you can re-up and buy oh. those entries back. A few people said it's punitive to the out-of-market players who won't be in okay. Vegas that weekend who came in July or August mm-hmm. to sign up and don't have that same option. I, I don't know. I, I think you guys talk about six bills and this and that. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Yeah. I, I bet you there's less than 50 entries that do that. Well, yeah. the, the, re, the response that I got from some pros said... Mm-hmm. No way, no how should you go with that theory of playing week one, and then if you lose, you, you come in with six more. Professional betters reached out to me and said, you can't do that. That's why I just can't see it happening. Yeah. Why would you ever get involved with that game? It's a one-point spread. And that's the thing, you right? You take the bills on you're, the road? You're taking a gigantic risk already in week one. And There's then a you lot got... of other spots to take the bills. Yeah. Oh, the absolutely. Year. A lot yeah. of other yeah. spots. Yeah. And you may you, not take the Rams. You want to try to get the million-dollar bonus, but there's a lot of spots you're going to use the bills. Sure, right. And then if you lose it to re-up, and then you're going to be 12000 into it, and then yeah. if you don't win at all, then it's just like you double up on the no. ante overall. All right. I thought you might add something there. No good. Well, the double <laughs> option's no good there, right? The, ridiculous. The no, that's even yeah. more ridiculous that's what right. he said. That's, well, come yeah. on. No <laughs> details in that, in that nonsense talk. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, it's unfortunate if something happens to him. But We had a great time when you filled in last week. This this kid with his TV predictions and the, the Cheers thing when you were out is yeah, top five. Yeah, I, I saw this. I saw the, the feedback Shelley, that we got. The Shelley Long stuff that Cheers went downhill once Kirsty Alley appeared. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, uh, laughable. That's, was it that? I, that's not even a, that's not even an opinion. That's a fact. Shelley Long. Shelley Long was a great character. Oh, Diane and it's was a, believable that her and Sam were in a relationship. Why would he be in a relationship with that neurotic fat broad? <laughs> Kirsty Alley, oh but seriously, it's a middle. I mean, she just wanted to marry a rich guy. It's a sickening character, sickening. Woody was is not a big a drop off to coach, but still a drop off. I mean, Colasanto had some of the best lines of the whole series. Oh, he was Co- terrific. Coach was really the centerpiece around it. The you know all shows are like this. The first three or four seasons are great. It's really hard to maintain quality. But Cheers, 
Cheers dropped off the face of the earth. So you're getting feedback <laughs> from people. I mean, Tip O'Neill and Kevin McHale saved. Gary's Old Town Tavern was a nice storyline like later Gary's on. Old Town that Tavern. was good. That, that was that, good. That, that kept it going. But... Oh, God. Come on. Yeah. You're a big Kirstie Alley fan? I thought uh, more than Shelley Long. The only I did not oh, like Shelley Diane. Long. Shelley Long was great. Wait, what so a put on character. Are you I, saying... I, I didn't like Lilith at all. Put on. Oh, yeah. Lilith. Debbie Newworth. Yeah, did, did you like <laughs> Frasier? Oh, yeah. Frasier was great. Oh, yeah. The oh. show Frasier was also that very, was also very, very smart. Good. Yeah. Come on, who's the best character on Cheers? Clavin. Clavin's awesome. Really? Norm? Sam? I don't know. Sam, There's a lot of great characters. The old, the old guy at the end of the bar, Al. He had like three lines a year, but they were always the best ever. Yeah. Who's the biggest bigwig when they had the fortune telling machine? Sinatra. S- Sam- Remember Paul? Remember Fat Paul? Oh, yeah. Fat Paul, Paul Balding Paul. Yes. Ted Danson's the man, though. Let's be honest. Okay. He, he nails the it in whatever he does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's a great yeah, character. CSI. Yeah. He was good in CSI. Okay. Yeah. Well, great on, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And uh, The Good Place. Have you ever watched that? No. Ted Danson. You might like that show. Kristen Bell's in it. No. You might like that. It. Yeah, it's, it's pretty you. good. It's pretty good. Well done. I don't remember Shelley. I don't remember Cheers from all the way back. It was, you don't remember Shelley Law. No, I remember on it, but I oh. don't remember the episodes. I, I was young little tyke. I thought Rebecca was a good character. Terrible oh. character. It's like you with Derek Stevens. He likes billions without Bobby Axelrod. What he a does. bizarre take that is. That show is tough to watch now. I catch <laughs> I up on it when said. I can. I used to watch it every morning. Come on Sunday night. It's funny. You know, pick the mind of a billionaire. He loves winning time on HBO. Mm. Loves it. Maybe the greatest sports documentary ever. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so but you, you don't want to. You're poo pooing that idea. Oh, don't, don't even start it. <laughs> no. Uh, no hyperbole is coming up next. Mike's uh, five biggest gaps in the sports oh. world over the previous week here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Sports Betting Network. Dominance with MLB totals. That's what you get with David the Dominator Hess, one of the top cappers over at Winners and Winers, hitting 63% this year. Small slate, but he picked out a total he loves, and you get it for free by texting VEASAN 320-350-3500. Get the freebie from David. Text VEASAN 320-350-3500. Let's roll. No bias. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. I am the smartest man. Here we go, number five. By the time we get to Phoenix, the Suns, by the time the Suns get, uh, I'm, I already got this messed up. All right, number five. <laughs> by the time, uh, Phoenix gets to 50. The Suns won't be rising. Game two, uh, uh, game seven of the second round Western Conference series between the Dallas Mavericks and the Phoenix Suns will be one we will remember for a long time. Not because of the high level of play in a series where the home team had won and covered the first six games, but because of the sheer ineptitude of the home squad. The Suns, who won 64 games during the regular season, eight more than any other squad, scored 10 points in the entire second quarter and trailed 57-27 at half at home. The Sun starters combined for just 15 points in the first half. They trailed by as many as 46 in the third quarter and lost 123-90. Perhaps it wasn't a good idea for Chris Paul and Devin Boker, Booker to clown Luka Doncic at the end of a 129-109 Game 2 victory. It was eerily reminiscent of LeBron and D. Wade clowning Dirk in the 2011 NBA Finals. Never a good idea to poke the other team's best player or any player for that matter. The colossal route begged the question if this was the worst Game 7 performance of all time. It would be hard to argue against, but here are some of the nominees. 2002 Western Conference Finals, Red Wings 7, Avs 0. Mm. Patrick Waugh gives up 6 and is never really the same after. 2004 American League Championship Series. Game 7, Red Sox 10, Yankees 3. Up 6-0 after 2, 
Red Sox complete the comeback from down three games to none. 2005 NBA first round game seven. Mavs 116, Rockets 76. Rockets missed 27 straight three-pointers in that game. And the 2019 NLDS game five winner take all. Cardinals 13, Braves 1. Braves gives up 10 in the top of the first. Number four, they came to see Alfonso Marquez. The Yankees and Blue Jays opened an important three-game set in the Bronx on Tuesday, May 10th. In the opener, the Jays forged to a 3-0 lead against Luis Severino. In the bottom of the sixth, Jays starter Yusei Kikuchi Aisei Tomato ran into trouble and was lifted for reliever Yimi Garcia. Giancarlo Stanton greeted Garcia with a 3-1 homer to right, tying the game at three. Josh Donaldson was next up. After a slider for strike one, a Garcia fastball ran in on Donaldson and hit him on the arm just above the elbow. Donaldson took his elbow putt out and walked to first. After a few glares from the Yankees' dugout, we were ready to resume the game. Or were we? Alfonso Marquez, the crew chief, slowly huddled his crew together. And after about 30 seconds of discussion, Marquez ejected Yimi Garcia. And then proceeded to eject Blue Jays manager Charlie Manuel, pitching coach Pete Walker, Nick Nurse, Sheldon Keefe, Argonauts head man Ryan Deadwitty, and seemingly anyone and everyone who coaches in the GTA. Why would Garcia hit anyone? especially someone batting 215 after an 0-1 count and a 3-3 game in the sixth inning. It defies logic. After the game, Alfonso Marquez said that Donaldson and Blue Jays catcher Tyler Heineman had exchanged words earlier in the game, and they were, quote, strong words. Are you kidding me? Guys chirp at each other all game long. We are now going to use this as proof of intent. As we said two weeks ago when no hyperbole forced a Dan Bellino apology to Mad Bum, Major League Baseball needs to get control of its umpires. They are acting more like Supreme Court justices with lifetime appointments to the game. Number three, if a Major League Baseball series is played and no one sees it, the Padres and Braves played a terrific series last weekend in Atlanta, or so I'm told. The Padres scored four in the ninth Friday night to win 11-6. Braves won 6-5 on Saturday, and the Padres won the rubber game 7-3 in 11 innings on Sunday morning. The series was broadcast on a different platform each and every game. Apple TV Plus on Friday night, cable TV on Saturday, and Peacock on Sunday. It's hard enough to get folks to watch or attend baseball games in a competitive market for people's entertainment dollars and time. And now Major League Baseball has added the impediment of an addition to ludicrous blackout policies, broadcast platforms that people don't have access to or can't find. Apple TV had purchased the rights to broadcast two Major League Baseball games every Friday. For now, there is no subscription fee for viewers. For now. But how many diehard baseball fans can find Apple TV? Remember, the average age of a person who identifies as a baseball first fan is 53, as compared to the average age of the 31 that identify NBA as their favorite sport. And Peacock, the spinoff of NBC, is broadcasting one game every Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. That's 90 minutes ahead of any other scheduled game on the weekend the entire year. Peacock is currently subscribed in approximately 20 million homes in the U.S., less than one-fifth. And get this, it's not available commercially. Sportsbooks and bars can't get a Peacock subscription. Believe me, we tried. So despite our partnership with the Padres, we couldn't even show Sunday's game against the Braves on these massive screens right behind me. Rob Manfred continues to find ways to spread this game to less people. Simply amazing. Number two, 25 to life for Michelle Tafoya. Michelle Tafoya, the former Sunday Night Football sideline reporter, did the unthinkable. She crafted a tweet suggesting that Angel's broadcast of the game where Shohei Otani hit his 100th Major League Baseball home run run, was a bit over the top, and I'm not sure she'll be able to show her face in public ever again. To give some context, after the 100th home run, the ball was retrieved and brought up to the booth. 
The telecast repeatedly cut to shots of the baseball and talked about it for innings after the home run. Tafoya's tweet said, quote, enough of the Otani baseball chatter. It didn't say enough of Otani, but we shan't let the facts get in the way. Media outlets and Twitter warriors were tripping over themselves to attack Tafoya as a racist for not appreciating and acknowledging that Otani's 100th home run ball was akin to manna drop from heaven by God himself. America is no longer a marketplace of ideas. It's a republic of groupthink. Will I be shunned at dinner parties if I point out that Otani has the best hitter in baseball, Mike Trout, protecting him in the lineup? Will I be banned from the PTA for mentioning that in a starting pitching rotation by all objective accounts lacks depth, Shohei only pitches every seventh day? Those thoughts simply aren't acceptable in today's America. Book should take down the AL MVP prop. It's over. Babe Ruth wins it again. Number one, I don't believe what I just heard. There are certain occasions I get texts from many people on the same day. Christmas, my birthday, Father's Day, or when Lisa Hextall calls a nationally televised hockey game. My phone blew up on consecutive nights as Hextall called first the Kings at Oilers Game 5 and next the Stars at Flames Game 5 on, of course, ESPN. The text asks, are you listening to this game? Who is calling this game? And, of course, how could this happen? Most folks, from friends to casual acquaintances, chose to mute the TV if they continued to watch. How bad was it? Well, we have a sample of Lisa Hextall on a hockey game. It's Kempe, Kempe, moving on in, takes the shot, and he slides it home! The inane statements like, nothing happens in this game that Connor McDavid doesn't make happen. Lisa, the Oilers were down 3-1. to one. What are you talking about? And the shrieking on every goal call. Imagine if Hextall were calling the FA Cup final at on Saturday at Wembley. She might have passed out after 11 consecutive successful penalty kicks to decide the cup. I want to know who at ESPN listened to Lisa Hextall and decided she is the best person to do play-by-play on a nationally televised Stanley Cup playoff game. It's unfathomable. You can pick any junior high in the country and the kid on the PA at the basketball or football games is better than Lisa Hextall. She makes Tiffany Green sound like Doris Burke. And that is no hyperbole. Okay. I don't understand your Otani stance. It, it's baffling. What? what it, don't last, you, it, last it, year, too. It, it's, it's, we've never seen this it's before. It's so over the top. How can this guy be 2-1 to one to win the MVP? You should bet everything you have. Unless he gets hurt, he's winning the MVP. He's the greatest thing anyone has ever seen in baseball. He's Babe Ruth. You what? cannot criticize him. Well, Babe Ruth didn't even do this, though. But you cannot criticize him. You can't say anything. Okay, so you're, this is all tongue-in-cheek with you. It's not really tongue-in-cheek. I'm not saying he's, he's not doing something nobody's done. Right. But if you criticize Shohei Otani and you don't think that he's the greatest hitter, he's the fourth best hitter on the team, Mitch. Do people say that he's the best hitter on the team? But I honestly talk, don't know they, the answer to that. Well, if they talk about him being Babe Ruth, I think Babe Ruth was better than the fourth best hitter on his teams. Well, I think they talk about him being Babe Ruth because he hits any pitches. And we've never seen that before. But, it's been 100 years. But people, well, you know... Al, uh, Pujols pitched the ninth inning. Is he now the leading candidate for the NL MVP? If Dave Kingman on, was the second-best starter on the Cubs in the late 70s, would he have won an MVP? Same strikeout rate, same contact rate. Right, so if, if Otani does the same thing that he did last year, or his numbers come down a little bit batting, but he's better as a pitcher, he doesn't deserve it? I'm not saying it, but it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, he's twenty. Okay. He's a 20-to-1 favorite. Is he that much better than Vlad Guerra? Is okay. he that much more valuable? So that's what you're saying, is that there's no, no way it's no just, it's, it's, two to 2-to-1. That's the group thing, is that you yeah. can't think of that anybody. Don't dare. How could you say Aaron Judge could be the MVP? He can't be. Well, Otani is the most valuable player. I agree with you on that. It should not be over with at this point. But it really is. 
I mean, he's minus 140 in some markets now. He's that low? That low, and it's uh, we're a month into the season. I didn't see that. Wow, okay. It's it's varied. There's there's markets offshore. He's, he's a negative number already. All right, up next, in-pocket plays. Uh, Mike is going to fire on Shohei to win the MVP. I am. And uh, <laughs> he'll explain some <laughs> of the benefits one. of working for Circa owner Derek Stevens. Coming up next. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. All right, time now for in-pocket plays, and uh, this is why it's important to list pitchers when you can do so. Uh, the play that I bet yesterday was uh, Cubs team total first five over two and a half. That's actually a refund, fellas, not a loss. Um, because it was list- the, the whole angle here was fading Mitch Keller. And then after we're, the show's over with a couple hours later on, Keller did not get the start. He actually came in out of the pen after Crow started instead of him. Mm. So that was a refund. The whole play was against Mitch Keller. So that's going to be, again, a refund on that. Uh, today, uh, I am on the Mets this is a fade of Dakota Hudson. We brought this up earlier. Adam Burke with a great breakdown in Point Spread Weekly, his uh, weekly regression report. Now, this is on the move. It was six actually, earlier on the show. Mets first five minus a half run. I've had him 110. It's like $1.20. I see it as high as $1.30 now at some spots. So I'll go Mets first five minus a half a run. Bassett's also been pretty good. And then uh, some of the pending stuff as well. Again, Jay Nivey, number one pick overall, 40 to 1. Vesna, Shesterkin, uh, even money. Go okay, ahead. my friend. Uh, easy winner with the Warriors. Uh, Carolina won, but it wasn't in regulation. So that's a loser. And Reds Guardians total over 7.5. That was uh, canceled. They're doing it again today with Molly and Quantrill. Uh, let's go with Everton today. Huge game today in the Prim. Relegation battle at home against Crystal Palace. They shouldn't be in this position. The damn Red Cards in the last game. Uh, but they have 36 points, Leeds 35, Burnley 34. One of them goes down. It'll be relegated. They also host, uh, excuse me, they're at Arsenal Sunday. So they're not, Arsenal, bad performance Monday. But Arsenal has a lot to play for trying to sneak in that top four with Tottenham. So Everton's going to need this one because I think Leeds can uh, get a point on Sunday. And one more time, one more time, Celtics heat largest lead under 17 and a half. Can we get a close game? Can this cash, right? Pending, Rangers to win the East 15-1, to 1, Maps to win the title 25, Hero Eastern Conference Finals MVP 40-1, to 1, Blues Avalanche over five and a half games, Lightning $1.35 to win the series. I have seen enough after one game. Florida 0-21 on the power play. Vasilevsky so good. They had three power play goals. Florida came out flat, and I think uh, Tampa much the best there in that series. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. Bet Rivers. Dot com. You guys get buried if Tiger can win this thing. He birdied number sure. one. Well, we begged for it. We yeah. wanted to be yeah, in this position. Huge odds on I mean, it. At least we offered the two-way market here. Yeah. But it's it's good for the game, at least. Let's let him be competitive through Sunday, right? I mean, you'll get a lot more eyes on a lot more people coming to watch it. More in-game, round-by-round uh, round play. Uh, you know, you brought up yep. an po- interesting point, Mitch, about at books where you still have the option to list first fives, or list pitchers, excuse me. Yep. It's automatic, usually, that any first five bet includes the starting pitchers. 
right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it automatically lists them, even if you don't. Right. You right. don't, because that's why they're making the line based on the starting pitch. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, betting hockey, what do you like today? Uh, anything in the games tonight or Major League Baseball? Again, it's a short card. It's a Thursday. It's getaway day. Yeah, I like, look, I think there's only going to be one competitive series in the, in the NHL, and that's the one in Florida. And we'll see what Florida has tonight. Wow. You know, no Braden Point. They got to get this yeah. game too at home, but their power play looked inept. How can it be that bad? T- Tampa looked dominant in that game. Yeah. Now we'll see, uh, but they have to win tonight. They might be in their heads. Remember the last game of the regular season? Tampa went in there, scored eight goals on them down in Sunrise. They might be in their head here. And you know, somebody told me they're like, "Well, Tampa Bay should have never beaten Toronto. The Capitals controlled five out of the six games they played against Florida and gave them all up." I mean. Mm-hmm. I- I always said heading into the playoffs, the whole story of this playoffs is going to be, do you trust Freddie Anderson and do you trust um, Bobrovsky, right, on these two best teams in the East? Well, maybe maybe the Hurricanes get lucky and have Ranta in there, and, and he's been pretty solid, uh, and I'm, I'm still not sold on Bobrovsky. I thought there were a couple weak goals in that, in that first game, but I still think it could be competitive. The Blues, Benny can stand on his head. They may hit five posts, the Avalanche. They cannot beat the Avalanche. I think it's a huge mismatch. The Oilers and and Calgary. Ottinger had maybe the best single series goaltender performance in playoff history, and now you face Mike Smith or Koskinen if they go back to Koskinen. Come on, that's the first goal. That <laughs> Come should, on, and the third goal. The first goal. They weren't. They had nothing on them. They were just I thrown know. towards the net. I yep. know. Yep. They were bad. Of course, Markstrom was awful too. And they still won. They still won by three. Yes. Mark, Markstrom had given up five goals on eighteen shots through two. I know. And they were still ahead. Oh, the second and third goal he gave up. And then I know the Rangers played awfully well. If Shesterkin goes to regular season, Shesterkin form maybe it goes six. But remember, Carolina dominated them. In the they last did. month of the regular season, they went to MSG and killed them twice with Shesterkin and that. With the division on yeah, the line. on the line. I'm well aware. Yeah. Yes, I well, know. I'm well aware. Yeah, that's right. We got a good tweet from Ian earlier. We were asking like about these series, how they're going to go with the mm-hmm. scores. He said every game is going to be 2-1 Carolina and the Rangers. He said every period is going to be 2-1 Flames and yeah. Oilers. Yeah. I was so shocked. You know I'm a first period under, and it's been on a great run. How was that not two last night at Calgary? That first period was one and a half yeah, under was. plus 120. A bad line was over in 51 seconds in. Tear that <laughs> right. Tear it up. 51 right. seconds Historic. in. Historic. If you're like Mitch and you didn't ch- change the channel and put on the deuce, you didn't even know and you yeah, were done. I had no idea. He stuck it in on you. He <laughs> mentioned this earlier. We used to go over this with Nick Bogdanovich, who used to be at William Hill, about the, the Top Gun thing and Game of Thrones. Can we get, ever see oddball stuff here? Small limits? I mean, really, how many people would know the outcome of this stuff, right? Like, you could bet the Oscars in Jersey at several points. I mean, how many right. people? I couldn't believe it. They said on the lottery the other night. One guy knows the outcome, Ernst and Young. That's really? It. One yeah. guy? Okay. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to the Oscars and some of the stuff. But we can get Let, some of it. I think you could make this argument that less people know who are winning those awards than know where the draft picks are going to be. I, I mean, that's a, that, yeah, I think you're spot on with that, Mike. Mm. It's, the, the team knows who they're picking. Mm-hmm. That means every, let's say there's only five guys in that room that know. But how about their families? How about everybody their families talk to? Yes. If the players have a clue, there's there's many more people than the, the six guys at an accounting firm yep. or whoever knows. I, I, sure. brought up, like, yeah. I, I brought up Better Call Saul. I want to be able to bet <laughs> yes. on what's yeah. going to happen in the midseason finale next Monday night. They're probably sworn to these 
affidavits or mm-hmm. waivers that, like you can't mention this to anybody. So how, how would anybody have Even any more clue more punitive for people like that that, that, that that could ruin their career by exactly giving something right. like there that you away? You nailed, it. You nailed <laughs> it right there. Just put up a $50 limit. Because you're not, you're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna tell anybody and risk throwing with the confidentiality with the risk reward, right? Okay, tell us uh, the some of the benefits of working for billionaire owner here, Derek Stevens. Well, he's a pretty good businessman, as thought of in some circles. But you get to meet some incredible people. We mentioned uh, the, the owner of the Mets, Cohen, came by, and the other day, Derek texted me. He said, "Are you available at four o'clock? Come up to Legacy. There's a, a charitable organization that might want to have an event here, a fundraiser." So. I'd like you to be here. So I go up there and this Greg Maddox and his daughter and their, and their charity thinking about it. And so, I mean, just thrilling to be able to sit up there with him and talk about the event, but then talk a little baseball. I mean, I, I mentioned to him, I said, you know, as a bad beat for me, I said, you know, I'm living in Indiana at the time, oh. but <laughs> Levon Hernandez there at Greg game, right? The 97 NLCS game. Oh, you five. That up? I said, look, at, <laughs> I said, look at, I laid 170 with Kevin Brown against you. And then he gets scratched, and they put in, who's this Levon Hernandez? Of course, I call my man, and I said, oh, that, that bet's void. I said, give me eight dimes to win four. You became a $2 favorite. <laughs> I said, little did I know what was going to happen with Eric Gregg. He says, I feel worse than anybody. He was giving me six inches. I had no idea how much further I could have went out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of the all-timers. Oh. Look how much he was giving The other batter's oh, body. McGriff said I couldn't even reach the ball. Yeah. Chipper Jones was. My God. What do you strike out? 16? Labor? That's a guy. Like, yeah, Gary McCord, now with the Billy Walter stuff, yeah. you could talk to Maddox for three hours. The stories about, hey, I, I, I could throw inside the bag wall. I know he would just miss it if I threw it yeah. right here. Right. And, and he would. Yeah, bring us about the Cubs. I mean, how, how, he loved Chicago, oh, living in I Chicago. Know. And um, I, what I didn't have time, I wanted to ask him about was Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn was the one guy that killed him. Tony Gwynn hit over 400 against him lifetime. But. If Greg Maddox walked through here and you weren't a big bay, you wouldn't know. No. Just an unassuming regular You're guy right. walking You're through. Right. That's baseball. I, I miss yep. Maddox because <laughs> I loved watching the, because all the games were on TBS, right? Yep. He'll yep. go out there every, every fifth day mm-hmm. and like every, like once a month, it's going to be an 82 pitch, two hour game, three nothing Braves win. Yep. Like Pavetta, I, I had, like Pavetta had last night. Uh-huh. Complete game five hitter in two, what was that, 230 last night they Quick played game. against the, yep. the Astros? To your point, so refreshing. Location is the name of the game. He didn't throw hard. Nope. Never so threw hard. You know where he put it every single time. Well, remember he had that inning, he set the inning streak, no walks. How many games he went without a walk, Maddox? Mm-hmm. Terrific. All right. Good stuff. To, fired up today. A little fired up. Yeah. A little fired up. Uh, so how bad is it if Woods takes down the PGA? Um, It's big. Big? It's big. It's six figures. But it might be mitigated through with the end game and uh, through the, re- or it might get worse. <laughs> it's as people keep beat, but people might try to fade or people uh, might yeah. try to follow. How about yeah. this? I asked Paulie earlier, at what point is John Daly going to be two, three, four over? He said by the end of the show, he's two under. Just missed a birdie putt, too. Barely. Yeah. Oh. It's hanging in there. Rip it and rip it. Good. Yes. All right, pal. Good to see you again. <laughs> Great you. stuff as always. Good you can fun. catch Mike every single day, Monday through Friday, right here on VSIN with his show. It's called Odds On with Amal Shaw. And that's at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock. Pacific. Up next, Matt Baskersian is going to join the program. We'll talk some Major League Baseball. It's he buying this report that Juan Soto could be traded.
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my day. day. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The Sports Betting Network. VSIN Spring Specials here, $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke's Daily Best Bets in MLB, Von Tobel on the NBA playoffs, Andy McNeil, Stanley Cup playoffs. If you want the full VSIN experience, the Daily Best Bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of the betting tools, the live video stream whenever you want it. The cost $59. Subscribe through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash spring. All right, uh, let's close here. A little Major League Baseball as the great Matt Baskersian joins the program now. Major League Baseball Network, little pregame spread action coming up a little bit later on today. Matty, good to talk to you again. How are you? 
Hey guys, doing okay. Why is it every time I, I, um, I'm on you guys' show on Skype, I get hit with a bunch of spams from dating services as soon as I hang up? <laughs> I want to say you're, you have something to do with that, Paul. <laughs> Paulie's fault? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine tracking Paul's phone, for t- getting a hold of his phone, getting the password, getting in, and looking what he's checked out the last like three days? Oh, oh my God. Ooh. It would be a fascinating read. I mean, that's like having access to the Dead Sea Scrolls. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> God, teenage optimism and strawberry ice cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. All right. Okay. So we've kicked this around like two or three times today. This report came out yesterday about Juan Soto, uh, you know, how he would change the entire future market if he would, you know, get dealt. Uh, two of the teams I was reading last night that uh, would have the most interest at this point anyway, if he is dealt, would be the Blue Jays and the Padres. Are you buying this? Could they really deal like one of the best players in baseball only at the age of 23? Yeah, I'm buying it. Um, I, I, I wouldn't endorse it, but I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility. Um, you know, I heard what Mike Palm had to say after his lengthy shout out to every affiliate city on the Visa network. Um, <laughs> and and it, it was interesting. I mean, honestly, like Mackenzie Gore, Gore and Abrams, or what, that's not enough, man. No, I mean, you're not. talking no, about no, no. a generational talent. And if you think about the motivation for the Nationals, okay, so maybe the rebuild is going to be long, as you brought up with Mike earlier this morning. That's the kind of thing that a team does when they're trying to clear the decks. And why are they trying to clear the decks? I mean, is there continuity there on an ownership basis? I I don't, like, how would you trade a still controllable generational talent like that? Maybe if he gets closer to the expiration date on the contract, it's one thing, but it's it's weird. Uh, I question why they're doing that if, in fact, it's real. Mitch asked me earlier about could you, you still take Nestor to win the Cy Young. Do you think there's value with Cortez or some other guys now? There's a lot of guys are off to hot starts. Yeah, I know there's an article on MLB.com this morning about the five uh, front runners for each Cy Young award in each league. Verlander's the chalk on every site, and I saw him on Monday as short as plus 500, and I, I, I love that because he has been unbelievable this year. Nestor's a great story, and Mm -hmm. I love the kid. I love the stuff. I love watching him pitch. But Verlander has the comeback narrative. Look, there's only been 10 guys that have ever come back from Tommy John at age 37 or older. He's 39, and he's the only true power pitcher in that group, and he starts every five-plus days. Uh, He goes again tomorrow. Four of his five wins, by the way, have been by more than a run. So, you know, lay the run and a half, play the Astros when Verlander pitches, and sit back and enjoy. Yeah, he's my guy for AL Cy Young. Mm, very right? good. Okay. How about, is, are you concerned about the Blue Jays and the Mariners off to slow starts? Could there be value moving forward? I think so, because once they clear this, uh, this stretch of schedule, and Toronto hasn't been bad. They just haven't run away and pounded people the way they thought people thought. And Seattle still kind of limping under 500. I got this. I wrote this down for the show here. Did a little show prep for you guys. Seattle starting next week. Nine of their next 12 against Oakland, Baltimore, and and the Rangers. Okay. Uh, and Toronto, first half of June, they get Kansas City, Detroit, and Baltimore. So, you know, the, the traditional number in baseball is 40 games. You know who you are after 40 games. And we all think back to that 84 Tigers team that started 35-5. and five, And as it turned out, they were that good. So Toronto and Seattle, they're still a little shy of the 40-game mark, but we're getting awfully close. I'd say by the middle of June, if they haven't picked it up, 
there'd be more concern than there is now. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I and I think you're going to be objective here as well. But doing the Angel games, have you seen enough to say at this point that they're a playoff team? Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, they have the components. It's it's all there. Uh, little implosion with Syndergaard in Texas this week, yep. and they didn't have a particularly good series. Bullpen caved in yesterday, but they have every component. And I'll say this: you say it for every team. Just like Palm uh, mentioned with the Yankees, they don't have a great bottom of the lineup. Well, with the with the Angels, everybody has to stay healthy. And you can say that about any postseason caliber club. When they have everybody going right, one through five, uh, Ward, Trout, Otani, Rendon, Walsh, that's as good a top half of a lineup as there is in baseball, not just in the AL West. So I like what they did beefing up the bullpen. And yes, I think they're real this year. Yeah, okay. So you have on Ariel Epstein on pregame spread quite often, uh, and she's really good with the K props. What are some of the keys that you look for uh, when it comes to betting the individual player props with their strikeouts um, and guys that you've been monitoring this year that are either good to the over or to the under? Yeah, I, I have not been as good as I should be on these, but because I, I fall in love with guys that I see from my own uh, self. And when I put my eyes on Garrett Whitlock, I think, good Lord, how does this guy not strike out eight or nine a night? And I'd advocate his over every time. He was four and a half last last time out, and he and he fell under the number. Um, you know, one of the things I look at, though, is day-night splits. Uh, there are some guys with bigger strikeout totals in the afternoon, and your guy Nestor Cortez is one of them. You can get him on a Sunday or a Saturday day game, bang that over. Uh, but But here's the rub on this. A lot of people like to jump on the strikeout number early to get the best of the number. And I hear you guys talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. For me, I need to see the lineup and I need to see who's in there or not. It's it's you know, today you got Texas and Houston and Framber Valdez hasn't really cranked up the huge strikeout totals yet. He's probably going to open it around five and a half against the Texas lineup that doesn't strike out as much as you'd think. But if somebody's getting the day in that lineup. Uh, that's going to that's gonna be worth a strikeout or two. I know a lot of guys that pitched in the big leagues that go through an opposing lineup, and they'll say, where can I go if I get in trouble for a, with a strikeout? You know, today you got an early start. you got Mets Cardinals today. Chris Bassett, who, by the way, I love for NL Cy Young still. He's not even listed as a top five guy. And at the end of the year, he's going to have close to 20 wins you watch. Wow. But if Tyler O'Neill isn't in the Cardinals lineup today for some reason, that's going to be worth a minus a strikeout or two on his total. So I, mm. I, I advocate waiting until you see a lineup, even though you pay a bigger premium. The, the perils of uh, also betting like overnight numbers. I, I can go back to the Angels when Detmers had that no hitter. I, mm. bet, I bet the Angels on the overnight, Matt, before that game even started because Otani was taking on your boy McClanahan the next day. It was minus 120 or so. I thought it was a great number on Otani because he was so hot on the mound. But the next day, after they you know scored like 12 runs, they were hitting bombs all over the park. Trout has the day off. I'm like, oh, that, that number sucks now. That's no good. And mm. yeah, sure as you know what, they got beat. Yeah, yeah, it's a, bi- it's a big deal. Opposing lineup matters. And I know there's a lot of just devotees of the number that don't care. But I don't even know how they can put a number out before you see a lineup. To me, that's a big deal. Two minutes left. We were talking about this yesterday. The way to go, I think, you're good with the strikeout props and, and the total base props. I can't believe some of these numbers, how low they are with guys to hit home runs. I mean, they're not hitting 60, you know, not like 60, 65 a year. It's like two, 253 to one for these big names to go deep. 
Yeah, I agree. It's it's I don't know how these books can figure that figure that that's a that's a worthy bet. Um, so, you know, let's take Vlad Guerrero Jr. For example, he had 48 homers last year and 600 at bats this year. He's homering every 19 to 20 plate appearances. You mean to tell me that that's you're going to give me plus 240 that he'll hit a home run, the highest act in the sport? Plus 240, if we're not talking at least four to one on a home run prop, mm-hmm. you can stuff it. And these books should be ashamed of themselves. They're, they're preying on amateur players to try to jump in there on those numbers, uh, thinking there's value there. There isn't. Stay away from that stuff. Yeah, yeah. For, for most of the big name batters, you're exactly right. The value is just not there on a day in and day out basis to bet a home run prop. Agreed. And total base is the same way. You're going to give me plus 115 on somebody having more than one and a half total bases. And that, you know, the player thinks, the gamer thinks in their mind, oh, yeah, it's just a double. Sure. You know how hard it is to hit a double? Yeah, right. It's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Spot on. Uh, great stuff as yeah. always, my man. You're the best. Thanks so much for the time Talking today. We appreciate it. See, I'll be, I'll be looking at my phone for all the uh, solicitations I get from sure. Match.com now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sign, yeah. What, whatever you do, do not connect with Paulie via Skype, because then it's all over with. <laughs> I, I think your phone automatically goes up in flames at that point. <laughs> you call I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Good fun. All right, we'll see you soon. John he, Daly threw seven. He almost had an eagle on the last he, hole. He's two under. He just missed an eagle, they said. Shoffley's two under. Zalator, same thing. He missed a birdie before. The kid could be five under. This is fun. Good what? leaderboard. Yeah. Tiger birdie number one. All right, how about the Bassett stuff he threw in there? Uh, that was kind of like under the that radar. Was, uh, I didn't yeah. see that coming. Right. He's got, mark my words, 20, 20 wins. wins for Bassett end of the year. That, they're they're going to need that with the injuries. Now. B- big move on the overnight number with him today taking on Dakota yes. Hudson. All right, that's it for us today. Uh, enjoy everything today. Uh, NBA, NHL playoff action. The PGA, we're back tomorrow, 7 Eastern. See ya. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve your betting eye, to help improve... Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.